Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Having trained more than 24,000 vets. Helping you and your fur babies thrive. Live in studio, it's Pet Talk Today with Will Bangura. Answering your pet behavior and training questions. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host and favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Saturday morning, every good Saturday morning, everybody. It's December 26th. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in and letting us be part of your Saturday morning. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I'm Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer each and every training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a crazy cat or an out-of-control dog that desperately needs some tr- what we do here on Pet Talk Today? I'm here to help them, so call me behavior problems. So call me right now and learn how to correct those unwanted behaviors. Pick up your phone. Give me a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix, call toll-free at 866 536 1100. Yeah, give us a call. Um, let us know what's going on with your dog or your cat. What kind of, uh, training or behavior problems you have. Give us a call and we'll help you, uh, figure that out today. We're going to go ahead and, uh, go right to the phones. We've got, it looks like Terry in Eloy. Morning, Terry. Welcome to Pet Talk today. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. How can we help you? I have a dog for the last two days is running around like she has no clue, no sense all night long. This is... And she's whimpering. She's crying. She's an older dog. Okay. How old is she? 26. How old? 26. You have a 26-year-old dog? Yeah, she's an inbred. That's an incredibly old dog. Wow. Okay. So how's her health been up to this point? fine. She survived being poisoned by the neighbors and a uh-huh. few thousand other things. Okay. And how many days ago did this behavior start? Two days ago. Two. Two days ago. Okay. Anything changed out of the ordinary from a typical routine in your home in the last two days? Nope. Nothing like that. Okay. But her behavior is affecting the other animals. The they don't want to be around her. Sure. They're jittery, jumpy. Yeah. So try to help me. Paint the picture for me. Explain to me in in a little more detail what exactly is she doing. She's going in circles around in the house, especially like in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And she's crawling under the bed and she's running the corners. Like she has no concept of what's going on around her yeah. but she keeps looking at me like i'm supposed to know what's wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a tough one i i'm gonna be honest with you um especially with the age just curious um i think you need i'm, to... I'm just curious if and and well i don't know and and think it's important for you to i think it's important for you dealing with vet you know you could be dealing with um you know dogs get uh, cognitive uh, dysfunction you know and in humans we call it alzheimer's we call it dementia 
uh, senility, but you know, those things can happen with dog medications folder, and we do have medications for that that do help. Um, in addition to that, you know, as they get older, they can have, you know, painful conditions. They can start having issues with uh, organs not working as well. Their kidneys could start to uh, decrease in, in kidney function or liver, um, all kinds of things, especially, gosh, at 26 years of age. You know, that's an incredibly old dog. Um, I'd have to look well, and like see. Like I said, she's an inbred. Yeah. Um but I definitely she survived just about anything that somebody yeah. can torture with oh, a dog because she she wasn't my dog to begin with. She belonged to my uncle. Belonged to your uncle? Gotcha. And he passed away five years ago. Okay. And I didn't have the heart to put her down, so. Well, God bless you for keeping her. But yeah, I, I think you need to contact the vet. You know, there could be neurological issues when I hear about a dog going in circles, a dog that's real confused. Um, you know, those could be neurological issues. We could be, again, looking at cognitive dysfunction. Uh, there could be painful conditioning, conditioning, uh, going on. Um, so if there's a painful condition, or if there is the dementia issue or, um, you know, if we're looking at a neurological issue, that's definitely something that uh, you want to check your vet. The other thing that is a telltale sign that it, it probably is something medical, when we have these drastic changes in behavior and they happen just just like that, like a flip of a switch, um, a lot of times that's an indicational issue, so some kind of a medical issue. So um, that would be my advice to you, would be to contact your veterinarian um, and let them uh, check her out, okay? I'd probably do that. Is there any way to calm the other dogs down with what's going on with her? Well, you know, with the other dogs... Um, they're they're shaky, they're jumpy, yeah. they don't want to be around her. yeah. Yeah. They're trying to hide. Yeah, and that's tough. How many other dogs do you have? Three. Three other dogs. I mean, they're actually they're not mine, but yeah. no, one of them's mine. I'm going to be talking um, in the show today about um, fireworks and calming dogs down because with uh, New Year's coming up, a lot of people you know set off fireworks. Dogs get very fearful and anxious, and they start trembling. Um, so what I would do is. Stay tuned, listen to the rest of the show, because the things that I'm going to cover as far as helping dogs phobias with fireworks, the same things that I'm going to be saying and covering in that are going to be things that are going to be stuff that you can do to kind of help your other dogs, because gone any type of fear um, that there is, okay? But yeah, the first thing is, you know, and it's normal for the other dogs to be very anxious when you've got, you know, this one thing you can do is kind of... Best thing you can do is contact a veterinarian, get your pet into Well, our that. biggest surprise is that she's still alive after all these years. Well, and I think the world record for, yeah. we had Zach, <laughs> you know, no, Zach just looked it up on the internet and he says the world record for the oldest dog is 29 years of age. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean about how unique, yeah, but- how unique it is if your dog really is that old. But yeah, get well, like your. Like I said, she was she was an inbred, and she was just thrown on the street. And my uncle took her in and raised her until he passed. And mm. she survived right a poisoner, and mm. she survived that. And got up, and started walking again. And... Well, 
almost like a cat with with nine lives there. But yeah, get get your dog um uh to the vet and 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 then check with Guinness. Um right now uh the oldest dog currently that we know of is 21 years of age. So you would you would beat that. So call Guinness with that. We're going to go ahead and take a we need to hear from our sponsors, but when we come back, we will be taking more of your calls and maybe we'll be getting to some of your emails, talking with you about your dog and cat behavior problems. We're also going to be talking about New Year's and how to protect your dogs from fireworks. Help them with their anxiety, help them with their fears. How can you desensitize them? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies. Answering questions, some even ridiculous. And taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-0369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Good Good Saturday morning. It's December 26th. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in and letting us. I hope everybody loved your weekend. I hope everybody had a fantastic holiday and everybody is healthy and staying safe. I'm Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk Today on the Pulse of Arizona, 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a crazy, maybe desperately need some training? Maybe you got a new puppy for the holidays and you need some help potty training and and helping with puppy mouthing and all the different nuisance behaviors that come with getting a new puppy or getting a new dog. Um, well, that's what we do here on Pet Talk today. I'm here to help you deal with all of your pet behavior problems. So give me a call and learn how to correct those unwanted behaviors. Pick up your phone. Give me a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602 602- Five three seven seven five three six nine. That's six zero two two seven seven KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix, you can call toll free at eight six six five three six eleven hundred. So, how many people out there got a new puppy or adopted? You know, Christmas time, the holidays tend to bring that time of year where a lot of people are getting new dogs, getting new puppies. And the number one rule when you've got a new dog or a new puppy in your home, you've got to keep that puppy or dog in your eyesight. In your eyesight. And if you can't watch that new puppy, if you can't watch that new dog, and keep them in your eyesight, you need to confine them. Everybody should be crate training dogs. It's it's vital 
in order to teach good house manners, your dogs or new puppies can't be engaging in unwanted behavior where there's not a correction, there's not a consequence. Therefore, you've got to crate them when you can't see them. And you've got a problem. They do engage it of problem behavior, you can correct them and teach them what they shouldn't do as well as teach them what they should do. Zach, do we have uh, somebody, I, I think you said we've got a person on the line right now. Christy from Mesa. Welcome to Pet Talk today. Happy holidays. How can we help you? Thank you, man. Christmas to you too. Thank you. Um, I have a, um, I got, he was a foster dog from the Humane Society. Uh-huh. He came from one of the worst courting situations that Phoenix Humane Society has ever seen. Huh. He was emaciated. He was um, emaciated when I got him. Poor thing. And now he's great weight. He, I mean, I had to teach him to cross over the threshold of the door. Sure. Many, many things he has accomplished. And he's, he's very smart. Mm-hmm. But he is so fearful of strangers. Yeah. And anybody that comes yeah. to your ferociousness. Yeah. Um, I I don't know what to do. Yeah. When you've got a animal, a dog, any animal like that, and we can assume, and, and probably we can be pretty accurate in assuming that it's trauma. Very much. Yeah. Okay. And and just like with people, okay, you know, it's a mammal. The genetics, nervous system, yeah. the genetics. So, I mean, yeah, we look different, we act different, but the genetics, the nervous system, almost identical to a human being. All mammals, mm-hmm. all mammals. Well, what happens when people experience trauma? What happens when people experience acute trauma? What happens when goes on and uh, goes on and on and on days mm-hmm. and weeks and maybe months and in some cases even years? What happened? I experienced that. Yeah. Myself. Yeah. And, and the thing about it is, is that it's like somebody, well, we'll just veteran who was in war and experiences post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, there's nobody shooting at them right now. There is no IEDs going on, forbid, but Heaven forbid they're driving down the street and a motorcycle backfires. What happens? What might happen? So when we have trauma and, and, and with a animal, depending upon when in different stages of development, um, that stuff can imprint big time on the nervous system. Okay. And if we've got a dog like that, and we've had them for a while, more than a year, two and and they've gotten better, but you know there's still a lot of things, the death of a lot of things, you know, and it, it's kind of generalized all over the place. And and despite all the work and the yeah, we we get a little bit of progress, but then we hit this wall, that wall, yeah. and that wall that we're hitting is that nervous system. That wall that we're hitting usually is an animal that has a serotonin deficiency. Until that serotonin is increased, 
until there is balance in the brain neurochemically, we're not going to be able to do uh, any due diligence and justice for a pet like this. That's So the first thing you need to do is you need to contact your veterinarian. Mm-hmm. Talk to your veterinarian about behavioral medicine. And I'm not talking about things that are going to sedate your dog. Yeah, because there's a lot of veterinarians today that I'm seeing handing out trazodone pretty heavily sedate, okay, but yeah. they're pretty heavily sedating. And a lot of dogs, when they start feeling that sedation, it's like several taking several cocktails, but they don't know that they were given a cocktail. And all of a sudden they start feeling weird and woozy and and the world starts getting weird and they start feeling more anxious a lot of times. So when we're using sedatives, my experience has been if you don't knock the dog out, the sedatives oftentimes or the medications that have sedating side effects oftentimes make dogs more anxious. We need to be utilizing medications that work with uh, very specifically blocking the reuptake of serotonin. And we use medication like selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors um, for people. And we kind of use that. Antidepressant? An antidepressant, yeah. The the medication of choice is Prozac for dogs. We've been using Prozac since 1999, I believe. Uh, wow. Yeah, exactly. And and there's a, a dosage guideline that goes to anywhere from one milligram per kilogram of weight to two milligrams per kilogram. Prozac to really build or, uh Prozac to really build up in the brain. Um, but these are things to talk about with the veterinarian. I, you know, I can share my experience with you, but I'm not a veterinarian. I, I'm not giving out any kind of medical advice. Um, but you definitely need to talk to your veterinarian because your dog does not need to suffer, you know, at that level. Now, the thing about the medication, it's not usually going to be something that just erases and eliminates all that fear. A lot of times, you know, it's you're going to see some improvement and it will a lot of times take that edge off and a lot of times will help the dogs be more receptive to be able to do... um the desensitization work, the counter conditioning, where we're trying to turn those negative experiences into something positive for the dog. Okay. Yes. And I give him. Go ahead. I give him um, high quality CBD mm-hmm. oils that I personally take myself. Yeah. Um, and. It's made his coat really nice and shiny and yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, here's the thing but, about CBD. Most everything, well, I know this, anything you get over the counter is hemp seed oil. Right, right. And it's not the same as the CBD that you would get from a, like, medical marijuana dispensary. Yeah, this this is where I get it from. Okay, good, because that can help a little bit. But you know what? The jury is still kind of out with the research as far as, hey, does this truly help with anxiety? Um, Mm -hmm. The research has shown it's doing a fantastic job helping people with acne. But, but, okay, it's out as to, the jury's out as to whether or not, you know, it's really effective, uh, you know, for the anxiety. Now, 
like I said, contact your veterinarian. There, there is over the counter stuff. I'm going to be talking about over the counter aids that can help. But again, a lot of that stuff is, is somewhat sedating. Okay. Okay. Um, but veterinarian about is you need to talk to your veterinarian about some behavioral medicine, about um, this panic, fear, um, this panic. Oriented. Yeah. I mean, a piece of kibble. Motivate. Definitely. If the dog is food motivated, start pairing that. You know, with yep. uh, the things that are negative, but you need to try to keep your dog at a at as far a distance as possible. Be, but if then, um, mm-hmm. but if the dog's taking food, then you might be in uh, a good place. I've got to take a break. I appreciate sure. advice. Have sure. absolutely. I'm advice. have a great New Year's. I'm Will Bangura. You are listening to Pet Talk today on 1100 KFNX. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll be taking more of your calls, answering your emails. Also, we're going to be talking about new puppies and New Year's. We'll be right back. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood, sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies, answering questions, some even ridiculous, and taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Mangura. Good Saturday morning. It's December 26th. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in and letting us be part of your Saturday morning and your holiday weekend. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I'm Will Bangora. You're listening to Pet Talk today on 1100 KFNX, where I take your calls and answer your dog and cat behavior questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a cat that's driving you crazy or a dog that's desperately in need of some training and behavior help? Are you fed up with your pets just not listening? Well, that's what I do here on Pet Talk Today. I'm here to help you deal with all of your pet behavior problems. Call me right now and learn how to correct those unwanted behaviors. Pick up your phone. Give me a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602 277-KFNX, that's 602 5369 Those outside of Phoenix, you can call me toll-free. That number is 866-536-1100. And it is time for Pet Talk News. Nothing serious this day after Christmas. Remember that cute story of the adorable baby owl found in the Rockefeller Christmas tree? Yeah, this isn't that. A Florida woman got a surprise last week when she found a cat in her Christmas tree. 
At least she thought it was a cat. Aubrey Icabelli posted the chaotic video of the moment she and the dog that she used to try to scare it out discovered it was actually a raccoon. Cameras around her home recorded the absolute bedlam as she chased nature's bandit around her home, which at one stage even ended up swinging from her chandelier. Using her cell phone, Aubrey filmed the moment she came downstairs at 4.15 a.m. after hearing strange noises in her living room. With her dog staring intently at the unseen intruder, Aubrey cautiously pokes at the tree using a frying pan while peering in at the ball of gray fur hidden within the branches. Get out of my tree, she screams. I swear if you knock over any of my glass ornaments, cat. That's what she threatens after moving the dog outside to give it a chance to escape. A bottle of vinegar cleaning spray is then deployed, but squirt as she might, the animal is not budging and doubts begin to creep into her mind. Is that a cat? Oh no, it's not a cat. What is that? She whispers to herself, is that a squirrel? What in the heck is that thing? Losing patience, she lets the dog back in. I gave you a chance, animal, she warns, walking around the far side and gets her first full look at the culprit. Oh my God, it's a raccoon. Then she goes into an explicitive. This is bad. In a scene straight out of Christmas vacation, the dog takes matters into its own mouth, pulling down the tree as Aubrey screams, and it only gets more chaotic from there. Animal squeals can be heard as the raccoon tumbles out of the tree, tangled in Christmas lights, right in front of the dog as the two begin to fight. I know it sounds bad, but both animals are relatively okay, Aubrey added in a caption afterward. The dog had a few minor scratches, no bites, Indeed, it certainly didn't sound bad, but the dog's howls can be clearly heard above the smashing glass and Aubrey's screams while she tries to jump up on furniture out of the way. The trash panda then flees into the dining room before leaping onto the chandelier where he holds up for the next hour. Five in the morning, Aubrey sighed in the next update as she hand from the devastation in the living room to the stalemate in the dining room. These are all the ornaments that made it. There's my beautiful tree. There's the raccoon. There's the dog. It's not until 5.15 a.m. does the climactic battle take place when a broom-wielding Aubrey still in her bathrobe manages to swat the raccoon down from the light fixture before finally chasing him out of the house. And that was my Thursday morning, she concludes in an epilogue, updating that all involved were okay and that the vet thought it was hilarious. Now, that it's not right there in that moment, it does seem kind of funny, she admitted. It's probably going to get funnier the further I get away from it. I hope you got a laugh. And that's our funny story for Pet Talk News today. We are... You know, it's Christmas time. I, I talked about the fact that a lot of people at Christmas get uh, new puppies. They get new dogs, you know, holiday pets. And with that comes a lot of new behavior problems. Dogs, when they walk into a new home, they don't come with a 
user's manual, so they don't know what the rules are. It's our job to teach them what the rules are. It's our job to start with structure. And and one of the most important things that you can do is to crate train every new puppy, every new dog that you bring into your home. Because the number one rule, until you know that there are absolutely no manners issues, no behavior problem issues in the house, the number one rule is supervise, have that new puppy, have that new dog in your eyesight. And when you can't, Creighton can find the puppy or dog. That way, the puppy, the new dog, does not get to engage and rehearse the unwanted behavior because every time they engage in it, it gets conditioned. They're going to want to do it more and more over and over again. And if they do that and we weren't watching them and they got into trouble, let's say they started getting on the couch and chewing up the couch or they got underneath the Christmas tree and started ripping up things that were underneath there or they get on the countertops and start stealing food, they're counter surfing. If they are engaging in that behavior, we're not there to correct them in the act. They're not going to learn. The behaviors they're engaging in are self-rewarding for them. So number one rule, supervise or confine. The other thing I think that's really important that we need to talk about because next week it's going to be New Year's. And every year on New Year's, we run into the same problem. People are lighting off fireworks We're having all kinds of dogs, all kinds of cats that are absolutely freaking out. Some of them are just terrified from the sounds of the fireworks. And so I want to talk a little bit about what we can do about that to hopefully get your dog, get your puppy, get your cat prepared and have a plan for New Year's when the fireworks goes off to try to help them deal with the fear and the anxiety with uh, all of that uh, noise trauma for them. Um, right now, you've got a week. And if you've got a dog or a cat that really is terrified when that happens, the best thing you can do right now is contact your veterinarian and get some medication. Get some medication. Help your pets with that. Because in the long term, we can do gradual and systematic desensitization and counter conditioning where we're taking the sound of fireworks and sounds that cause fear, and we can present those sounds to them very gradually, very slowly, at very low volumes, because we'll record it. And as they're very comfortable hearing it at very low volumes, we're feeding lots of high-value food rewards. And over time, you know, at, at a very low volume, it might be weeks of presenting that to the dog or the puppy and giving food rewards over a two-minute period while we're doing that, maybe three to five times a week, doing that for several weeks. And only when that's very, very comfortable for the pet, then we turn the volume up a little bit and we start that process over again where we begin to start feeding the dog or puppy, very high value food rewards again. But now the sound is a little bit louder. And we've got to do that three to five times a week in two-minute increments, getting them exposed to that sound, feeding them high value food rewards for weeks 
days, weeks, maybe even months. It's not until they get extremely calm and comfortable at that volume can we then turn the volume up again. This can take months depending upon the pet, depending upon how severe this fear, this phobia of loud noises is, whether it be fireworks, which are going to happen here on New Year's Eve and on New Year's. And we're going to go ahead and talk about some things that you can do. But right now, if you've got a pet that is terrified, make sure that you contact your veterinarian and get some medication. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back from the break, I'm going to be going into additional things that you can do for your pets for New Year's to help them deal with the fearful sounds that the fireworks have for them. So don't go anywhere. I'm Will Bangura. You are listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX. We're here each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. We'll be right back after these messages. Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood, sharing funny tales about your four-legged fur babies, answering questions, some even ridiculous, and taking your calls, it's Pet Talk Today with your host, Will Bangura. To have your questions answered or to comment on today's show, call the KFNX listener line at 602-277-5369. 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix call toll-free 866-536-1100. Now, back to Pet Talk Today with your host and everyone's favorite pet behavior expert, Will Mangura. Good Saturday morning, everybody. It's December 26th. Thanks for tuning in and letting us be part of your Saturday morning. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I'm Will Bangura, and you are listening to Pet Talk today on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a crazy cat or an out-of-control dog that desperately needs some training and behavior help? Are you fed up with your pet just not listening? Well, that's what we do here on Pet Talk today. I'm here to help you deal with all of your pet behavior and training problems. Call me right now and learn how to correct those unwanted behaviors. Pick up your phone. Give me a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, The number to call is 602-277-KFNX. That's 602-277-5369. Those outside of Phoenix, you can call toll-free at 866-536-1100. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. Um, I'm sitting here, you know, I've been saying Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. And, you know, I start thinking, you know, am I being, you know, politically incorrect? What about... What about the people that are celebrating Hanukkah? What about uh, the people that are celebrating Ramadan or the people that are celebrating Kwanzaa? So I'm going to do this once. This will be for everybody. Happy Hana Rama Kwanzmas, folks. I think that will cover everything there. Uh, before we went to break, I was talking about things that you can do to help 
keep your dog or cat relaxed, more comfortable, less fearful on New Year's Eve and New Year's when fireworks are going to go off. Um, you don't have a lot of time to do what it takes to do the months and months of gradual and systematic desensitization. We've talked about how to do that in other uh, shows, and we will do that again in further shows. But right now, if you've got a pet that is just terrified when fireworks go off, you need to contact your veterinarian and talk to them about medication. Some of the other things that you can do is you definitely want to stay home with your pet. We don't want them freaking out. You know, there's so many dogs, so many cats that actually escape when fireworks go off. You know, they, some of them are so fearful, they they break through windows and jump out. They uh, are in crates and they harm themselves. They bite the crates, break teeth. They paw at it. Their pads are bleeding. Their nose is bleeding. Um, dogs have and cats, they've jumped over the walls, you know, in the backyard, the fences. They've run away. They've gotten hit by cars. This is a big, serious thing. So make sure that you're home. Stay with them. Keep them safe. Don't go anywhere if you've got a pet that freaks out with fireworks. The other thing, as a precaution, in case even if you're home and they happen to escape, make sure that they have a collar on. Make sure that they've got an ID tag in case they they do get away. Some of the other things you can do is you can go ahead and when it starts, take them into a quiet room. Now, typically, the quietest area in the house is going to be inside of a closet. Yeah, believe it or not, inside of a closet, because usually, well, if it's anything like my wife's closet, it's packed with clothes, too many clothes. And so that's automatically sound dampening material. So you can bring your pet into the closet with you. And in addition to that, hey, everybody's got a smartphone. Most people can get music, whether they, you know, go to... uh YouTube or they go to Spotify, Pandora, you know, maybe they've got iTunes. You can start playing some music also. So you can be in the closet where it's nice and quiet, sound dampening material because of all of your clothes. Start playing some music. And by the way, the music that pets, dogs and cats, the genre that they like the most is reggae. And I'm not joking. It's true. The research has shown that dogs... And cats prefer reggae music to anything else. So get some reggae music going on. Get, get the Bob Marley thing happening, all right? And chill out with your dog. Chill out with your cat. The other thing you can do um, is you can go take your pets into the bathroom. You can run the bathtub cold water so you're not paying big bills on on uh, heating up the water. Although I know there's a bunch of you that are going to say, hey, I don't want to waste the water. Well, I get that. Go in the closet. Um, also, there are some natural supplements that might, I say might, help your pet. Because a lot of these sedate a little bit. And some pets, when they start feeling sedation, they get more anxious. But there are some. They feel that little bit of sedation, and it helps calm them down. So you don't know unless you try it. But some of the natural supplements out there that you'll find, there's lots of different formulas that you can purchase. But really, passion flower, a great Chinese herb that, that helps relax your dog. Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is another great Chinese herb. 
Melatonin. Maybe you've used melatonin to help you sleep. Well, melatonin is something that can help your pets too. L-tryptophan helps make them be a little bit sleepy, a little bit tired. L-theanine. These are all different supplements that you can give your pets. Make sure, though, that you contact your veterinarian and make sure that it's safe for your pet before you give anything. Okay. Um, so the other things you can do, a thunder shirt or a compression vest. There are some pets that when they feel the compression, you know, a thunder shirt's a very tight fitting vest and you can get those online or at some of the major uh, pet stores. Um, maybe about 5% of dogs that helps. If you can't afford a thunder shirt, just get an ace bandage and wrap that around the mid part of your, of your dog. Okay. Also, one of the things that you can begin to do if you've got a dog or a cat that just is toy crazy, loves to play, hey, try to engage them. Try to engage them in something that they like, something that gets them really excited as somewhat of a distraction. You know, you can try all of those things. But like I said, you know, the real cure is going to be in doing that long-term, gradual, and systematic desensitization. But uh, don't forget, we've got New Year's Eve and New Year's coming up, and that means it's going to be a very, very difficult time for a lot of pets that are out there. Be sure and make sure that you, if you have not subscribe to Pet Talk Today podcast. You know, maybe, especially with the holidays, not everybody can tune in and hear every single show live that we do. Don't worry. You don't have to miss any of our shows. You can go ahead and subscribe to the Pet Talk Today podcast. Every show that we do, every live show, we record and we upload that to our podcast so that our listeners can hear that if they miss the show. Not only that, but we are heard in 40 different countries throughout the world on our podcast. So we're excited about that. So again, subscribe to the podcast. The other way that you can keep track of what we're doing here on Pet Talk Today is go to our Facebook page. Go to the Pet Talk Today Facebook page. Like our page. Give us a comment. Tell us what you want to hear on Pet Talk Today, what kind of topics can we cover that will help you the most with your pets? We want to provide you with the most valuable content that we possibly can. And with the new year coming up, with 2021 coming up, we're going to be looking at doing more interviews, getting more pet professionals here to help you learn more about ways that you can enrich the lives of your dogs, enrich the lives of your cats. The other thing, if you've got uh, some serious problems, if you've got aggression problems, contact a professional. There's a lot of people, we get lots of calls because people have aggression issues. It's really important that you try not to handle that by yourself. You can really get hurt. Contact a professional. You can call my company, Phoenix Dog Training. We are glad to help you. We specialize in aggression. 
The number at Phoenix Dog Training, if you do need some training help, is 602-769-1411. We're just about out of time. want to thank our callers. want to thank our listeners. Be safe out there. Have a wonderful rest of your holiday. Have a fantastic New Year's. We're going to be back on the 2nd of January 2021. Have a great rest of your weekend.